Hello, and welcome to An Indie Author's Life. I am Leah, the host of the podcast. And this is an introductory episode about what I envision the podcast to be. So, being an indie author, of course, there's the author part of being an indie author, which is writing the books, but all authors do that. I will have a few podcast episodes devoted to my process, but um, I think a lot of authors, they just come up with their own process through writing, honestly. Um, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about what I do and some things might be, you know what, I'm going to try that, that sounds cool, and other things you're like, heck no, never, I could never do that. So I will have a couple of, of episodes, but the majority of my podcast episodes will actually be on all the other aspects of being an indie author. That could include things like um, self-editing. So unless you're a successful enough to actually hire an editor, you're going to be editing your work quite a bit. And so um, I highly recommend that you have a very wide and skilled beta reader base that you can perhaps uh, use a little bit for editing, especially for things like dialogue and syntax, maybe a little bit of grammar. Um, if things don't flow the way that you want them to flow, you, you should have a beta reader, at least one, that will call you on it and say, you know what, I don't know how to fix it, but I can tell you that something is wrong with this. And I think that's something that you need to, to rework. And of course, beta readers are not paid. So I also recommend that you show your appreciation to beta readers by taking them out to lunch every once in a while. Um, as many beta readers, in fact, are family or friends, that would be something that you could do for them, people that you actually see in person. But for those that you really only correspond with um, online, then perhaps a gift card every once in a while, not a large amount, but just, you know, again, something to show your appreciation. Um, that might be something that you want to look into. So um, after you edit and edit and edit some more, then you may want to file something with the Copyright Office, if you so choose. And um, that's going to be fun, filling out all the official government paperwork that you have to do. And then you're getting ready to actually self-publish the book, which means uh, formatting the book for publishment. And I've actually spoken with many authors, and this is actually their most frustrating thing that they do, is <laughs> I always get, oh my gosh, there's this random space that won't go away and it's driving me crazy, or the font looks like crap, I'm having to redo everything, which means I'm having to recreate this, and it's making my spacing paragraphs page breaks, it's making it all wrong and they just have to go back and, and fix that stuff ahead of time. And they're like, I don't have time for this. This is just frustrating. So, um, and that's again, formatting for either an electronic book through like Amazon Kindle or iBooks or Google Books or Nook um, or any other electronic publishing that you use. It could also be for printed copies. 
either something that you have for sale or distribution through libraries. So there's different formatting that you have to do for electronic versus printed, which is always fun. And another part of being a self-published um, publishing person is um, getting a cover. So either you have to engage a cover artist or if you are fantastically talented enough to do so, you have to make your own cover. And I am not artistic at all, so I just hire someone to do it. So I might speak a future podcast just over formatting and book covers. Then as an indie author, you really need to have um, a social media presence either through Facebook or Reddit or Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, maybe Goodreads, something like that. And you also may have your own website or blog that you, that you publish things on. Then you have to use that social media presence that you've created. You have to use that for promotion. You have to engage your readers. You have to, you know, be a salesman for your book. You have to do campaigning and ads. Oh, lovely. And it's just an awesome extravaganza of stuff that you do other than writing. So I'm not here to say that if you're a represented author that you don't do any of this, that all you do is write. That course is not correct um, but I think the amount of time that you devote to it is different so as a represented author you can focus on writing because you have an agent or a publisher um, that are there to sell on your behalf so again this allows you to focus on writing so a represented author, they do have to maintain their website. They have to go on book tours. A lot of indie authors don't do book tours because we're too poor to send ourselves on book tours. And they do have to promote. Um, but perhaps they might be able to have an assistant to help out with that. Um, and they also, they also don't have to constantly promote themselves. Um, they, can, they can kind of go into their writer their writer's world and kind of focus on that and then just kind of come up every once in a while to say okay what's going on it's I know it's been a month or so since I've been online but I've finished this book and I've started this book and I've done this editing and you're like oh that seems so nice I've had to do all that plus I've had to send out this many things I've had to publish this many blog posts and put this many tweets or, or um, Facebook posts out there and I don't get paid for all this. <laughs> so um, again, it's not that represented authors and indie authors are so, so very different. It's just the time that you allot is, is, is different between the two. So indie authors, you spend as much time editing as you do writing. And then you also have to do uh, quite a bit of social media for, again, reader engagement and promoting your book. And um, finally, indie authors, 
The majority of us do not support ourselves with our writings. We don't expect to. Um, we usually have at least one or more jobs, or we're a student, or we have family as in a spouse or children, and so we just write in our spare time. And in addition to doing all of this as an indie author, you might also need to um, be part of a larger writer community. And that could be just uh, at, a, at a local uh, writers group being a participant there, or attending writer workshops or author conferences. You can uh, be an audience member or even a speaker for webinars, um, including thing, uh, topics like uh, social media footprint improvement or increasing your sales or just kind of providing information about new software or teaching other, other authors um, some software that might be helpful to them to use. So all in all, being an indie author is everything and more that someone could dream of when they think of being an author. Um, perhaps dream is not the right word. Maybe maybe have a nightmare about. Yeah, maybe maybe being an indie author is is having a, the nightmare version of being a successful author. <laughs> but um, anyway, again, I am Leah um, Leah Howard. I am the writer of the Touch of Grey series, which the first book out of touch is available now on Amazon Kindle and the second book is upcoming in June and it's called Invisible Touch. I am available um, to be reached through my own website which is really uh, author Leah on Blogspot and I'm on Twitter again at author Leah and um, future podcasts will basically be more in-depth with the, the topics that I've mentioned in this introduction, though I do not anticipate going much beyond 10 minutes, 10, 11 minutes um, per podcast episode. Your time is valuable, and I thank you for listening to me, but I doubt that I can speak for much longer about this. <laughs> I'm not an expert. I just have my own opinions. So again, thank you so much and happy listening.